0: Cure Podcast Engaged! Hello and welcome to Precure! Podcast Engaged! The podcast where we try and watch the entire Pretty Cure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, cheapo.
1: And I am Protector of the Light, Cure Cassidy, nya? Yeah? <laughs> no? That one no good?
0: <laughs> uh,
1: I love you. Oh, I love you and too. And today...
0: <laughs> Today we're watching,
1: oh. You need a second? We can take a second.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I got it. (laughs) And today we are watching episode 19 of Uchariwa, Too Scary, Juzuku Zone's Final Trump Card.
1: Also known as the Dark Zone's Secret Weapon. Okay. That's, that feels more accurate than Final Trump Card. That
0: is true. They didn't know about, uh... Mr. Bald Guy. I know we got his name this episode, and I wrote it down, but they only even really say it, like, once.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: I, it's like Ikubo?
1: It's just Ikubo, but it's spelled, Ikubo. based on what I can tell from the Wikipedia, there's an L after the I.
0: Huh.
1: So, All right. like, if you just did a generic uh, pr- pronunciation, it'd be, like, Il-kubo. Ilkubo. But I think it's supposed to be pronounced Ikubo.
0: Ikubo. Okay. Yes. They had no idea- I don't
1: know anything.
0: <laughs> Neither do I. It's fine. Yes, but he finally shows up and we finally get his name. Well, I mean, he was already in the show. You all know what I mean. Uh. But before we get to him, we start off the episode with Honoka teaching Nagisa some math. They're yeah, in school.
1: she's tutoring her. Yes. Now this is sort. I was going to say this is sort of like a continuation from last episode because at the end of last episode that they, they said that there was going to be another test.
0: That is true. So study times are still on. Also, we got new. Well, see, you say that, but they're wearing new uniforms. They don't have the uh, jackets anymore. They're in short sleeves. Hmm. So I don't know. Maybe in the middle of the chest they changed. From their, like, winter uniforms into their spring.
1: They took off the jacket part because it was getting too warm inside. Yes.
0: (laughs) I know, like, Japanese schools, like, they have, like, uniforms, like, half the year and then uniforms for the other half. Which makes sense. I mean, private schools might do that, too. I've never been to a private school. So, what do I know?
1: So... I'm probably entirely wrong, but I feel like every example of the two different uniform things I've seen has just been, in the winter, there's a coat on top of it.
0: You're not... You know, I feel like you're right. Maybe the uh, shirt underneath is also long sleeve. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, that would make sense. But they're in new uniform, so... Some passage of time has happened between 18 and 19. Hard to say how much. Time's not really, like... I want to say firm. I don't know if that's the right
1: word to use. Yeah, it doesn't. Also, it also doesn't really matter too much.
0: Yes. Uh, so Honoka is teaching Nagasa some math, and immediately Meeple starts shouting, and so they have to run off because everyone can hear him, like making some noise. And they go up to the roof, huh? uh, to deal with Meeple, who's uh, yeah. He also says that it's gotten warmer. So he wants ice cream, which is fair. Uh, I mean, it's not fair that he yeah, started I mean, shouting. He said he lists a bunch of, like, ice creams, like a sundae and a parfait.
1: Like a chocolate parfait or something, something. Yeah. Get you love, love, mode.
0: <laughs> I didn't write down because it's not important. Uh, what is important? After Nagisa slides the card and he starts eating, Mipple appears and she's... It's clear that she wants to eat with Meeple. And Honoka even says, you should share mm-hmm. with Meeple, but he's already eaten it. And he doesn't really seem too concerned that, like, like she shuts the phone angrily, and he's like, whatever, give me some more ice cream. And I'm like, Meeple, what the fuck is your give problem?
1: Give me a... Yeah, he specifically at that point started asking for a banana shake and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. And Meeple, Meeple's, like, very bad this episode- until, like, the end, I just, I don't like him. We get the opening, and when we come back, everyone's favorite giant, not everyone's, but I'm sure he's someone's favorite giant villain uh, that lives in a volcano, appears. And he's uh, yelling at Ukubo, because he wants lose prism stones, you know?
1: Mm. So I'm not sure if it's apparent in this scene, um, but later on... Uh, like a later scene where we see the dark zone again. I think there's less chains?
0: Oh. No, see, I'm looking at the episode now, and you're right, there are less chains. That's... Hmm. I mean, it it does feel that way. What does that mean? It can't... Hmm. If he needs the prism stones to get free, it would
1: only make sense if he had more prism stones as less chains. Unless, unless the volcano that he's sitting in is slowly pulling him downward and the chains are actually there to keep him up.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's true, too. Maybe the anger that he gets because everyone's failing him, the more chains break and soon he's gonna, like, pop pop, up out of the volcano. I guess we'll find out eventually, uh, what's going on. Uh, he does say that once he has all seven stones, he'll be complete and live forever, which is... What we've known, he needs the power of creation to break free and just cause havoc everywhere. We then cut to Nagisa walking down the street. Uh,
1: Yes, we finally get our recap of the episode. Yes. After quite a bit of time.
0: She says she doesn't know who saved her, but then she's like, it probably doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, as long as we did the thing. Yeah. You know. It's fine. That's what we need to do. (laughs)
0: Uh, Honoka shows up and Meeple pops up again because he smells some bread and they have to run off into an alleyway to stop him from shouting in the middle of the street. And this is when Meeple gets like just the worst, the worst of this episode. He's such a fucking asshole because Honoka knocks out Tell him, you need to stop like just popping up in public. And he says that he's the happiest when he's eating, like he can't control himself. And Evil says he's been acting really weird. All he's been talking about is eating. And she starts, like, saying, like, you know, you're not really acting like the guardian of the field of light. And he's gotten lazy. And he's like, no, I'm not being lazy. I'm just getting ready to do my role. And then he's like, he doesn't really... (sighs) He says that she can't call herself the princess of hope if she's not being kind. But like Meepo's not being like unkind. Meepo's been like the better of you two.
1: Yeah, uh, I feel like there's supposed to be something happening here where like this is slowly happening. Like they're just extra angry because they're because of what Ekupeo turns out to be doing. Yeah but it isn't explained, and at this point, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. It just, hmm.
0: Yeah, so the two of them start fighting, and, like, uh, they end up, like, putting themselves back on their phones. You know, like, how you have flip phones, and, like, you just shut them really aggressively. Like, they can just do that themselves. We go to Nagisa's house, where she's talking to Meeple, who's like, I'm not hungry. Because he's upset about what happened. He didn't like arguing with Meeple. He feels bad about what happened. And... hmm uh, he also says that he understands why she got angry and that it's only natural to want to go back home because she brings up uh, that she just wants to go home. And we get uh, information that we've had before because people start talking about how the Jizuku Zone, uh, how the Field of Light was a beautiful place before the Jizuku Zone came and that if all seven prism stones are taken, they lose the power to protect the Field of Light. And that they were only saved because... Uh, the Field of Light was only saved from being like, utterly destroyed because Meeple and Mipple have two of the stones with them. And that if... It does sound like the knowledge that they have that the Zuzuku Zone might have done this before. They might have like destroyed a place before. But I'm not sure if that's true.
1: Uh, I think it's more of a matter of like they've been destroying worlds for a while. Yeah. Um, also, during the scene... Throughout the music is a, like, sad solo guitar version of Get You Love Love Mode that I spent a good 30 minutes trying to hunt down by going through the entire OST. And I had to stop when I started getting to the stuff that's in Max Heart, and I did not find it anywhere in there. I found, like, an orchestral version, but not the sad guitar.
0: Oh, it was pretty good. I liked the uh, music that was underneath the scene. It's a shame you can't find it. We do know that, uh, we do see that Meeple and Honoka are also having this conversation. Because usually Uh when, like, one of them are talking to their fairies, the other one's also talking to their fairy about what's going on.
1: It's like poetry. It rhymes.
0: Yes. She also agrees that she probably went too far, uh, what she was saying to Meeple. And Meeple does say that he does want to go back home. And that once they have all seven Prism Stones, the Field of Light, where we turn to normal and they can just, you know, go back and be Meepos. Uh, we do get, I think, new information. I don't know if this is new or not, but uh, Meepo does say that the Field of Rainbow has a similar power to the power of creation, but it's more like all of, like, yeah. the people and the animals and the plants, which is important.
1: Set of prism stones. It's an energy that exists in all living creatures. It penetrates us, binds us. <laughs> I don't remember the rest of that dumb Star Wars quote.
0: I don't remember it either, but I know what you're talking about.
1: Hold on, I'm looking it up now. Just out of curiosity.
0: They also talk about how, uh, according to the legend, the Princess of Hope, people and the Chosen Guardian, Nipple, will work together to find the legendary warriors. The legendary warriors. Oh, well, they're pretty curious. So everything seems to be going as the legend says. Naxa does ask if pudding, if, uh, if pudding, does ask. Ah, yes. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us and penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. It's a weird way to say that.
1: It is. But it is essentially the exact same thing.
0: You know we all got something inside of us.
1: You have a chaos <laughs> emerald in you too
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Noxa asks if the Princess of hope and if the Princess of Hope and the chosen guardian are fighting, does that put the future in danger? And Mabel's like, don't say that. like I don't even want to think about it. So we cut to the next morning, and Mipo and Mepple are- I'm jumping ahead in this. Yeah, they go-
1: yeah, so what happens is it's the next day, Nagis is walking, meets Honika, and then they go off into a side alley because, you know, the Meepos wanted to apologize. Yeah. And then when they come out, they immediately start fighting.
0: Yes. <laughs> right away, they start- like, the argument they were having before, they started up again- But they don't get to fight for too long because people just start collapsing in the middle of the street. You know. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And all the flowers are dead.
0: I was going to make a Sailor Moon joke, but I can't remember the name of the uh, first bad guys. What are they called? The Dark Moon?
1: No, the Dark Moon clan is different. Um,
0: What are they called?
1: The first bad guys are just like Queen Beryl and the Four Heavenly Kings.
0: Yeah, but I felt like they had, like, a group name. Four
1: Kings of Heaven. Uh, let me Google it. The Dark Kingdom.
0: Yes. So I was going to say, it looks like the Dark Kingdom showed up and it's draining everyone's energy. Which is technically true. Because Ikubo does have this orb that is draining the light from everyone, as uh the Meepo say. The power of creation that everyone has, he's like stealing it into this orb.
1: <laughs> mm hmm.
0: Uh, orb. We do see Poisony and uh Kiria up on roofs, who are both surprised that Ikubo has shown up and is uh
1: Oh yeah, Poisony is having like a full on like freak out of like uh yeah. what is this energy? It's so cold. It's darkness present. Oh, it couldn't be.
0: <laughs> i mean maybe she's afraid that since ikubo's here her time's like over even though she's not dead yet but she will be
1: yeah
0: kirio doesn't really say any does he say something i just well, not really
1: he just makes a face
0: yeah uh meeple says it's the worst presence he has ever felt and suddenly he appears in a burst of wind yes he sees the two and asks if they're the cares And they start... They don't answer, they just, like, start backing away because he's big and scary looking. And he continues... Asking if they're the pretty cures. And Meeple says, like, the uh, orb that he has has sucked up all the life and power. And he starts saying, you know, give me the prism stones. As everyone has said, give me the prism stones. And they, the meeples do say, like, he's more powerful than everyone they've faced before. And the two of them transform. And as they do attack him, he's definitely, like, just able to, like, instantly stop them. Like, they try and kick him, and he just, like, pushes them away, and he ends up pushing them, like, right into a fence. And this is where the episode starts taking a turn, because, like, he's able to, like, drain their power of light from them, and they de-transform.
1: Yeah, after, like, it's not just, like, pushing them around once, he, like, beats them up for a while yeah. before doing this. And, like, each time they keep getting back up, and then it's just like, yeah. I'm going to drain all of your magical energy and then you're just going to fall over and not be able to move for a while. Yeah.
0: And like even the meeples are like, we should, you should just run. He's too powerful for you. And they're like, no, we gotta, we gotta fight him. So once they to transform uh, Ikubo is like, oh, this power of light, it's so incredible, you know. And then he says again, give me the prism stones. And it seems to be like very bad situation, because, like, they can't really fight him, and they probably can't really run away. And Meeple is like, you two need to take Meeple and run away. You need to take her, and just get out of here. Because she's the princess of hope, and she's important. And they're like, no, we're not just gonna, like, leave you, Meeple. And Honoka, not Honoka, Nagisa says, like, if you're gone, we can't transform anymore. And he's like, it's fine. As long as you have... As long as you're with Meeple, you can keep supporting her. And like he Even like pops out, out of the uh phone and starts running towards Ykubo. And it's a very dramatic scene, like. Mm-hmm. But as he's running towards Ykubo, like ready to like just sacrifice himself to save the others, the orb starts pulsing in his hand. And when his Meeple is about to like get to him, the orb breaks and the light goes free and it starts raining down onto them. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it starts raining rainbows. Yes. It's a rainbow-colored rain. Yes. Um,
0: And the rain allows them to transform again. Well, it, like, re-transforms them. They don't have to go through the uh, entire process.
1: Uh huh. Um, so, I'm trying to figure out why the orb exploded. Is it... Meeple was putting out too much light energy for it to contain? Is it has to do with the prism stone? Is it just being prepared to make a sacrifice. So it just, like, starts breaking the moment he starts walking towards him and, like, he doesn't even explain. He's just like, no way. It can't be. (laughs) And then it happens. Hmm.
0: I feel like what I got from it is that maybe uh, Meeple was putting out... Can I help you, cat? Go down there. Uh, I feel like it was the first one that Meeple was putting out too much, like, light energy. Because, like, he is the chosen guardian, so I'm sure that, like, grants him, like, more power than, like, a normal person. I feel like only, like, Mipple's equivalent. And it could be that the prism stone that's inside him uh helped. You know, like, once he's actually, like, putting effort into doing something, he's just, it was too much for the orb.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, but they don't really say, like, exactly, like, what it was that Mipple, Mipple, Mipple did. As the oh. rainbow rain starts raining down on them, it's time for the marble screw attack. And for like a moment, as they're like attacking, uh, cause like as they attack, the light energy from like around them also to like help them. It's like when they fought uh, Yugi Drago, and all the crystals helped them. <laughs> mm-hmm. But this time, it's just like the light energy that's like free is now helping them. And for, like, a moment, it seems like even that's not enough to stop him. But, like, they, like, they do that thing where, like, they grip their hands even tighter. As they, like, they try to, like, add more power to the attack. And eventually, it's too much. And, uh, and like, explodes. And once it's gone, he's, like, gone. Because we can't kill him just yet. You
1: know, I was, like, half expecting... I was half expecting him to just be dead. Like, I was. I was almost kind of, like... You know, yeah, they are sort of introducing him while they're already dealing with two other generals. Might as well just kill him now. That would be interesting.
0: That would be interesting. I mean, them taking out the final trump card before they even, like, take care of Kyria and Poisony. You think this guy's really strong, I but- mean,
1: yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> they're introducing the final trump card before those characters are done with. So, like, clearly there's something that needs to be done.
0: Yeah, which is why I feel like this episode is a little out of place. So it's weird, but he's still alive. Uh We see him up on a roof. Most of the villains in the show, like when they're like about to do something or they've been defeated, they're up on a rooftop ominously watching over the city. But everything has gone back mm-hmm. to normal. Uh The girls do say that they were surprised by how strong he is, but Meeple's like, if we work Together, we can do it. And finally, the Meeples. Yeah. They do, uh, apologize to each other. And they both compliment each other. Oh no, everyone compliments Meeple on doing a job well done. And it mm-hmm. s- seems like everything's just, uh, if we do end the episode, uh, with the Who King just like moaning away in his volcano in the Dark Zone.
1: Yeah, he's like crumpled over the side of it, just going like,
0: And then the episode's over. And next week, we get an episode of two Honakas. Not just one, but two. I think one of them's... Poisony Or something Poisony is doing? Because we see her in the preview. Mm-hmm. And she is... She doesn't have the power of, like, disguising herself as people, so... Maybe this time, she is actually disguised as Honoka, unlike the previous episode where I thought she might have disguised herself as that uh, girl, the Madonna. But really, she just made a bunch of clones of her.
1: A Honoka. Honoka. A girl so nice, she's in it twice.
0: Yes. But... That is episode 20. Uh, so it was an okay episode. I don't- f- I feel like we're not gonna see Kubo again until, like, after they deal with Poisony and Kiria.
1: He'll probably be in the beginning of the next episode talking to the dark dude or something. He's been at the front of a lot of episodes lately. Yeah,
0: he- he has. I guess- it makes sense because Poisony and Kiria aren't really there, but we'll- f- we'll see. Uh... It's been so long. Do we just go right into plugs?
1: Yeah, for the most part. Well,
0: if you want to talk to us online, you can find us at Peepot Engage on Twitter. And if you want to talk to me online about whatever, uh, you can find me at magical underscore pride. I'm always posting random stuff. Who knows what I will say next.
1: You can find me on Twitter at Mad that's MadLobotanist, that's M A D L O B O T I N I S T where I also tweet things. Yes. I also do another podcast, that's Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast with my friend Lava.
0: And we also do another podcast with former guest and mutual friend Crash, Hey Let's Talk About It, at Hey Let's Talk Cast. And that's it. So...
1: Oh, actually, I need to make an announcement. Yes, go ahead. Uh, so, it's come to my attention that apparently our podcast is not on Google Podcasts. I tried to find out how to remedy this. All of all of the official Google documentation does not take me to where I'm supposed to go. And one of the things that was like, hey, here's where you go, sent me to a page that did not load. So... The only thing I can say is that the RSS feed is in our Twitter profile, and that's all I can say. Oh, I'm not going to deal with Google Podcasts. It's too much effort.
0: Huh. Yeah. I can't blame you. Uh, I didn't know that.
1: Well, I just, I was talking to someone who said like, oh yeah, I wanted to start listening to that one, but it's not on the podcast app that I use, Google Podcasts. And I was like, well, can you just input an RSS feed in there like most other podcasters do? And they're like, nope. Oh, okay. So it's, all I can say is Google is not being user friendly in the sense like or developer friendly I guess technically yeah and there's not really anything I can do about that
0: okay well so until next time we need your help we both yeah <laughs> <laughs> And welcome to Pre Cure Podcast Engaged, the podcast where we try and watch the entire Pretty Cure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Cheapo.
1: Okay, hold on. Maybe we shouldn't start yet because oh, no. that was all over the place on my end. Oh no. Like, it was cutting in and out, but also skipping to the point where it was like, I am Charlie, your are fr- mepo <laughs> And there was not enough time in the middle. For it to have even passed that far. <laughs> <laughs> this is hell.